McNulty stunning for everyone to get up above Cargill and find Bennett. It's into the box. McNulty cut back for Roberts. It's Gary Roberts no, for Bobby. Bobby are leading in the fourth round of the FA Cup. Mark McNulty, but a good chance by Doyle. For McNulty on the edge. Mark McNulty oh, short yes. for Bobby. Smashes it past McCormack. Won by Doyle. Finished by the returning Mark McNulty. First left blood for Ponting. They're in dreamland early here at Bratton. There's a through ball to Jamal Lowe. Jamal Lowe's onside. The flag stayed down. Jamal Lowe. Nonchalant. Fantastic. Brilliant. Pompey will be promoted at this rate. That is it. Pompey are champions. They won League Two in the most dramatic of circumstances. The PO4 podcast with Hugh Bunce and Matt Corrick. Proud to be Pompey. Hi Poppy fans and welcome to the PO Forecast episode 23. Well in part one we're going to be going into the QPR game, we'll be reviewing the Luton game and then in part two we're going to be doing your list of questions uh, followed by some transfer updates on the players Pompey have signed so far since it's actually Wednesday recording so one day left Matt. Yeah one day left. One day left and then in part three we will be previewing the Donny game and briefly talking about the QPR game because we did that last week. We did. We did indeed. Right Matt. Two games to go over. QPR first. Improved performance. Definitely. Definitely an improved performance in my eyes. Um, You know, it was definitely a better second half than the first half all round for me. Some really big chances missed as well in the second half. But more importantly, me and you have been screaming out for a Louis Dennis appearance and a Louis Dennis start in that number 10 role. We have. We have been advocating that for time. If you don't believe us, go back and listen Yep. to every episode. Yep. Subscribe on Apple. Yep, do it. <laughs> Love the stats. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Louis Dennis, mate, for me, he was absolute magic in number 10. Yep, and Pompey News Now's man of the match. Pompey News Now's man of the match. Now, what I liked about Louis Dennis in number 10 is that he literally picked the ball up he created that space we're talking about. Yeah. We were saying that Pompey couldn't get the ball forward. There was no one there to hold it up, to create something. Uh, we were talking briefly just before the show about that ball he played in the second half over to Brett Pittman. Yeah, the one that Pittman sort of volleyed over the bar as such. Yeah, I mean, what a ball that was. That is the sort of ball you think you might see in the Premier League. Yeah, definitely. I think any Premier League striker would like that sort of service, to be honest with you. He just fell onto Pittman's foot, really, didn't it? Yeah, he just needed to keep looking at it, but he just had his heart set on scoring that, and it's just flown into the front end. I've noticed that he actually had his... He was smiling as he hit the shot. Yeah. He'd almost celebrated when he went up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'd had a goal disallowed earlier as well, didn't he? That was unlucky, I think. That goal looked... I mean, I, I can't see a foul there. I can't. I mean, unfortunately, the camera moves quite quickly across. Yeah. And sort of follows the ball, so you don't see it sort of beforehand, whether he did. I mean, there was a, a QPR player on the floor, but it didn't really look like much to me. No, to there's always a little bit of shuffling around, isn't there, from defenders and attackers in the box, but it's very rare to get that sort of thing given just because someone plonks their bum down on the floor. Yeah, that's it. I mean, we all know there's a bit of tussle going on, isn't there? You know, you've got to watch there is, strikers, yeah. defenders at the back, but again... Sometimes when it's not going well for you, it just doesn't go well for you. Yeah, I think it's just a bit of a weak call in what might have been, you know, sort of a game where ref might be a bit more reserved in making a call like that, you know, and and, I mean, it's a bit weak for me, as I said, you know, and it's unfortunate. At the end of the day, I'm still delighted with the performance and I'm still delighted with the result. I think... 
bringing Dennis in and, and, you know, giving him that opportunity to show what he's capable of. We were talking again before the show about the volley as well that he... You know, he had a strike on goal. Yeah, in the he first really half. It, just before half time, just wasn't it? Just before half time. He hit that. He hit that volley, and it just it dipped properly, didn't it? It really took me yeah. by surprise. Really did. He had to be on his toes for that one. So, you know, it's funny, isn't it? You bring in one player, and it it just completely changes a game. It completely changes the way we play, and I think we were unlucky to not come away with with the win there. To be honest with you, mate. No, I think so too. Now, obviously, the biggest moment of the game. Lee Brown's goal. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh is absolutely adamant because I'll just give you a little quick stat in between. So, Pompey had six shots throughout mm-hmm. the game, one on target. QPR had four shots in the game, two on target. Matt's getting this wrong. It it's actually should be... Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. What I'm saying is it should be two shots on target. This can't, this, this no, no, wrong. yeah. This is what Hugh's saying, right? Hugh's saying it should be two shots on target. That's correct. Lee's Brown, Lee Brown's goal, even. That's it. And and the Louis Dennis effort. I mean, I've got evidence, Matt. I, 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 as, as everyone knows, who's follows me on Twitter, I put one pound on Lee Brown to score. To score, yeah. Yeah. What does Sky say? Thank you very much. There's your twenty quid, Mister Bunce. Nice one, Lee Brown. Now they're not exactly handing money out, are they? Now the other, now the next thing they did, I had one pound, Lee Brown to score, Pompey to win one 0 220 to 1 yep. which I think is ridiculous odds it should have been like 15 to 1 or something but <laughs> unfortunately that didn't come through but there you go Matt Lee Brown's goal so I don't care what if said. anyone wants to bet on John Marquardt <clears throat> scoring a hat-trick on the weekend for Pompey don't worry Sky Bet have got you covered <laughs> just just gamble on what you want and you'll win anyway I think I think um, Lee Brown was just very modest about that wasn't he yeah, I love the celebration, the little yeah. dance down in the corner. It yeah, beautiful, beautiful. It was such a defender's celebration at first. It was a, I don't quite know how to celebrate. Was that even on target? Sort of thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can't take away the ball that came in from him. It was no. a beautiful ball, really hard for a defender to deal with. But if I was number one, Steve McLaren, which I wish I never am, and, and I hope that, that Matt never wishes he was Steve McLaren, and also. I mean, if, if you I look a bit like Steve McLaren, I look a bit like Steve McLaren. Yeah. Like, mate, Steve McLaren wishes he looked as naughty <laughs> as I did. <laughs> but if I was a QPR fan, I'd be extremely disappointed with a defender who, I mean, can you call it a clearance out to that that wing? He's just tried to hook it, but he's done nothing at all. It's trickled down to Lee Brown to put a free ball back across. Yeah, and so much time as well. Yeah, you know, he should have pushed out to him. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and and I think. You know, for, from then onwards, you know, we should have really been looking to, to just sew that up. And what was it? I think 12 minutes later, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're back on square terms again. Yes, and no. yeah. you're, I mean, you were saying, weren't you, sort of before the show, it was the same sort of problem where to win the corner, we'd opened up on the left-hand side again. Yeah. And they'd walked into space again. The corner then comes, and you were really annoyed at Pittman yet again, weren't you? Yeah, because when you stand on the near post at a corner like that, yeah, and you're good in the air, which Pittman is, yeah, yeah, you need to be able to get win the header at the near post as a defender. Yeah, and instead he he jumps way too early. The ball comes straight over, I mean, and it, it gets does, flicked it on. It does take a flick off of Pittman on the way through as but well. But it's literally he just. Oh, mate. Any I mean, def- McGivery was unlucky as well, wasn't he? With the, yeah. He's made sort of two real like reaction saves from that as well. One that bounced from the flick on 
and then someone stabbed his toe, you know, back at the ball and it's hit him almost directly in McGivery. Look, I know he's left yet, but if that was someone like David Wheeler who missed the header, or someone quite small yeah, like would, that, yeah, yeah. Or Jamal Lowe, who's not who's notoriously not good with his head, yeah. You might be like, oh like, you know what I mean? But you yeah. understand Pittman heads the ball a lot. Let's get this right, yeah. So he should he should get up and, and head that away. Mm-hmm. Or at least get his body in the position so the guy can't get in there yeah, as well. Yeah. I mean it it's it is a weak goal from a from a set piece and I think generally they'll be disappointed, you know, conceding that goal. But replay it is at Loftus Road. And I'm excited because first of all, Pompey fans, this is the first ballot I've won. I've won. I've won the ticket ballot. No messing around. AFC Wimbledon. Any season ticket holders, did you not win? Let us know. (laughs) At PO Forecast. And I'm expecting the same amount of responses as usual. (laughs) Zero. Absolutely zero, because everyone bloody got their ticket. Yeah, that's right. Literally. So everyone is... If you don't know and you've applied and you've not read social media and you've now decided to listen to this podcast, you've got a ticket. So go celebrate. Yeah, enjoy. Go celebrate the win anyway, at least, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to go. Uh, people who don't know at the moment, I'm working in Wimbledon, so I can literally get on the train, 15 minutes, I'm going to be there. You know, don't get jealous if you're travelling from a long way away. <laughs> on a Tuesday night. Why are we balloted for tickets on a Tuesday night game? Don't worry though, mate. If you're there early, at least Jake will be there for you. Nice one. Jake's always keen to get his games early. He does, yeah. He gets there nice and early. Yeah, go and have a Nando's with him. Go and have a beer. Cheeky Nando's. Cheeky Nando's, why not? Why not? That's it. That's it. Spicy it. sauce, I'm all over it. You anyway, know. back to the game. <laughs> QPR, right. So, overall, it was, a, it was a really improved performance against a yeah. team who, well, the championship, average championship sides. Yeah. And I think when you look at the squad we had with players leaving and you've just got to look at the bench, in a, especially, yeah, yeah. mate, it was pretty weak, wasn't it? It was weak, yeah. I mean... No no, no disrespect no to players like Leon players, Maloney yeah. and stuff, but no. I mean, you've got to put a lot of young players on the bench. Yeah, completely, yeah. Um, and, and this is... I mean, it, it really, I suppose, in a way, I, I was always happy about this tie in terms of how it would be probably a better comparison of how we'd get on against championship teams rather than the Norwich game, who are, you know, not far off being promoted into the Premier League. I, I didn't think that was such a big comparison. But, you know, this was, and I kind of felt like if we'd had the players to rotate it around and give them a bit more of a test, I think on a, on another day we're going to come out on top against a team like QPR. Mm. And that puts a lot of faith in me, considering the performances we'd had against teams in our league who were actually lower down in the table, you know. Yeah. And, and we'd been convincingly <clears throat> beaten. So definitely an improved performance in that sense. But again, you know, six shots, one on target, you yeah. know, <laughs> one on target. Um, you know, it, it's still a little bit disappointing in terms of conversion again, isn't it? But yeah. We'll move on to, to well, sort of how that's changed. Let's do that. So let's move into the looting game, Matt. Um, big game, <clears throat> played yesterday night. It was... Uh, it was billed as a top of the table clash, wasn't it? Well, it was. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, some people were saying it's a make or break game. I don't think. I don't think that's no, the case. I think. I think it's too early. There's too many games to play still, you know. And everyone seems to forget that we've got that game in hand, and then the gap's two points. You know, anything can happen over, what well, however many games there are left of the season. You know, it, it it can completely change. So I'm not worried in that sense. I am a little bit, sort of torn on on yesterday's game. I'm. Bitterly disappointed we haven't come away with something which 
to say the least, you know, anyone who hadn't seen it, we deserved at least a point out of that, I think. Yeah. And yet the refs robbed us of, I mean, of that opportunity, in my opinion. Let's talk through the decisions now. Let's get it off our chest, mate, and we can talk about some positives yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we got the Watmore penalty. Yeah, so you're you're saying Watmore shouldn't have, have gotten clattering in. I'm saying, I think he... <sighs> I understand what I'm not, you're saying. I'm, in I'm, terms not, saying of it's, I'm not saying it's a necessary penalty. I'm just saying a defender, a centre back, especially. You're saying he gave him the reason. Yes, to he gave him a reason to give a penalty. Yeah, no, and I, I can see where you're coming from in that. I just think he was eager to go and get the ball, shut it down, and almost just sort of bang it away, almost. And yeah, he's been a bit eager. He's gone in quite fast. Has he got as the ball? Well. But yeah, he has. I think he's got the ball. Mm. I think he's clattered it off of him. It's it's clattered between two players. And he's just gone down like an absolute like melt in my eyes. To be yeah, it has been a melt. You know, it's and, just and it's just a, an easy decision then, isn't it? Really, and and I see what you're saying. What more yeah. gave that opportunity? It yeah, I'm not. Have been an I'm not saying decision. it's a penalty. I'm just saying that you just have to sometimes, as a centre back, be a little bit more reserved yeah. in how you fly in the box. That's yeah, all. yeah, no, that's fair enough. And I think you know, Hugh Hugh pointed out before the show while we were having a little chat that he doesn't see someone like Clark sort of giving that option to a referee. That's it. He just stands up a little bit more in that situation usually. Yeah. 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 So, you know, but but still, in, in terms of the law, I don't really see where the penalty was. But Yeah, no, I agree. It's just, it's just unfortunate. And then we'll go on to the other one, the free kick, which is, right. this is a shocking this decision. This is the one that hurts me more. Yeah, this, this is, is an absolute shocking decision because the tackle from Anton Walks, and now it's exactly the same as far as I can see as the Norwich tackle. Near enough. Yeah, the yeah. way he comes around the side of the ball, the technique is the same. I think that, I mean, a lot of people will say if you if you're coming from the side or behind, and then we said it in the last podcast ourselves, you often give the referee again another reason, another option. There. Mm-hmm. But I mean, watching it on the highlights, I think people who were there at the game said that they could clearly see the ball was one. The ball's What's gone in the a completely different the, direction. The Luton commentator says that's a great tackle. Yeah, yeah. And that's from a Luton commentator. Yeah. So where the ref was is just... He, he was directly behind. He could see no, the I ball mean, where, go. Where his head was. Where, what yeah. was he thinking? I mean... It, in, in, and we were... We, if you rewind back to, to where we are talking about QPR, I think you sort of say in an FA Cup game, refs are maybe a little bit more reserved in giving decisions that... Are maybe slightly more obvious because it's a cut game and you don't want to ruin it with with a stupid decision. But a top of the table clash. I mean, unless you're a hundred percent sure that's a foul, you can't be giving that. No, you can't be giving that. And the lino's not even flagged on the other side there. No, either, whether he didn't see it or whether he's just not flagged because it's not a foul. The ref just... is close though, so yeah, he's yeah. obviously thought the ref's seen something he hasn't seen. I think as a lion's been that decision, you've got to go. All right, he's right behind. You know, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But the thing is, though, is the ball travels so much, so far, so far <laughs> out. It changes such direction yeah. before even. Oh, it's a shocking decision. Terrible. And then let's go through the goals. Then I suppose. So, do you want to work forward or backwards? Oh, I suppose forwards is going to yeah. be the best thing. Yeah. 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 Okay, we'll park that free kick then. Yeah. Yeah. First goal. Go, Matt. James Collins. Mm-hmm. Been coming, isn't it? Yeah. In all honesty, and very similar to the Curtis goal, almost. If you look at it, the way they've both gone into that bottom corner, they've both side-footed it around the keeper. Again, though, 
it was attacked from Luton from that on our left hand side. If you watch the Oxford goal and then you look at the space that was in the middle, me and you were talking about in the last yeah. episode, and then you just watch at the same time the video footage, yeah, of which I would do if I had two TV monitors of the of the goal here. Again, they just attack inside. They go wide. They come inside. There's all that space in the middle. Then the ball's slotted through, isn't it? And it's a yeah. goal again. Yeah, no, it is. And I mean, it, there was from from the reporter on Sky last night to comments read on social media from fans that were at the game. There was no midfield first half no. at all. No midfield at all. And I think you know, there's been a lot of criticism towards Bryn Morris. I think what you've got to remember is, you know, the kid's making his debut in the top of the table clash. You know, was it the right time for him? You said judge him on judge him on. I the did end say game. judge him. Yeah, no, I did say judge him. Um, I certainly didn't expect to see him come in for the Luton game. If you want me to be honest, mm-hmm. um, who would you like to see in there? Ben Close. Yeah. I'll be honest, I, I think he would have been perfect for that game. I think his energy would have really tic tac toe. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he keeps the yeah. ball. He does keep the ball. He's, I mean. he's got a really high energy work rate, yeah. you know, and he's not scared to put his foot in. And I think that would have been a, a good decision. But again, you know, hail, hail Saint Dion. You know, he's come on second half and shored up that midfield again. Mm. No, I, I think so as well. I think thing is though, as I said, Ben Thompson came in and he didn't necessarily. He played well, but he wasn't the player that when he left, was he? You know, he lit it up as he as he came on for Pompey. Yeah. He showed glimmers, glimpses. What am I looking for the word? Yeah, glimmers or glimpses. Glimmers. That'll do. That'll yeah. do. Um, of of what his potential, and then he grew into being that player. Yeah. I think we have to give the new guys a bit of time, and I, I know that's a tough thing to say because we are leaking points at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I, I say give them time. I think the the best thing for them maybe at the moment, based on performances recently, anyway. Would be let's let's shore up this midfield. So it's either for me, it's got to be Dion or Ben coming in on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I think there's no problem with rotation if in the game we're a bit more comfortable. Maybe we're ahead, you know, two 0 or something. Bring them on, give them a good twenty minutes in that midfield, and let them, you know, come into the system and warm to the way we're playing and and the work rate that we want them to have. And that I'm sure that Kenny wants him to have as well. Ben Morris had a, a shot, didn't he, in the losing game? He did, yeah. The keeper made a really good save. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was unfortunately straight down his throat near enough. But mm-hmm. it, I mean, he was in the right position to take the shot and, and it was a good effort. It was a good save from the keeper. I'd, I'd be happy if it was the other way around and our keeper made that save. So. Yeah, same. So let's talk about the man of the moment, Omar. Omar, yeah. 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 Mr Boggle. Mr. Boggles. Mine boggles. Mine boggles. Yeah, another another Greg one. Yeah, 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 nice one, Greg. But yeah, no. Um, first of all, we have been talking about. I mean, we've been banging on about yeah. Hawkins and the need for a striker to be able to hold the ball up and allow the wingers and yeah. the, so the likes of Curtis and Lowe and Evans and all the attacking players to be able to get some shots in on the keeper. And that's exactly what he did there. So thank you very much. So impressed with him already. And do you know what? There was yeah. so much criticism when he came on Monday. So much. He's done nothing at Cardiff. He's done nothing at Wigan. He's done nothing this. Yeah, give Pompey fans, have some patience. Yeah, I know. Really, seriously. I mean, the, yeah, do you know what? He, the, he's had a really unfortunate time, in my opinion. He did brilliantly at Grimsby. And, and like exactly the same as Mo Issa, mm-hmm. you know, was... Well, pointed but, out by Wigan, they wanted him, took him up there, 
and just didn't give him the opportunity. No, and Birmingham fans said to me, don't judge him on how many goals he's got for starts because most of those off the bench are five minutes here, ten yeah, minutes there. A couple of minutes even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. You know, not a lot at all. But, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if, if we're going to say that he's going to perform the way he did last night most games, and do you know what? What an exciting signing because from what I've seen, he's got his body in front of everything. He, I mean, that goal, for personally, for me, he's done great with the Curtis assist. Well, yeah, Absolute but, strength. But that goal, what know. he's done is he's peeled off at the back, but to what he's followed where the ball would come. So I remember Jamal Lowe was talking about when Vernon Curtis takes a shot, he needs to be there to, to get the rebound in. Yeah. Jamal Lowe's got that shot through on, on goal. And what's happened is both the defenders have come out to Jamal Lowe. Yeah, they Instead have of thinking about looking at the ball go towards the goal, he's peeled off straight away towards where the ball's going to be. B, and yeah. that's a natural striking instinct. Yeah. And he's just not to work on that way, but he's there already and, and he's put it away. Had, we've not had someone that's that would read that that ball was going to come back and pulled off the two back defenders no. all season. No. Pittman did it a lot last year. If you, if you look back at Pittman's goals last year, he was pulling off the back of two defenders quite often. Not this year, and we've missed it incredibly. And do yeah. you know what? We've already seen it once from Omar Bogle, but if we're, we're going to carry on working in the order of the goals, so Curtis, Curtis. I mean, it was all down to Bogle again. Yeah. His body, strength, you know, and he, he's looked up, seen the pass, laid it off. And it was, I mean, I, I don't want to say it was easy for Curtis, but I'd have been disappointed if he hadn't buried that. There was so much room on that side of the goal well, as well. He, he looked like he was, I think he would have been really disappointed as well, yeah. Matt. So that's yeah. nothing bad to say. His face, he looked like, us going in. Yeah. He hit that and just knew that. Was yeah, a goal. I mean, he was peeling away, wasn't yeah. he? So, I mean, I'm, I'm delighted in that sense. Very delighted. Um, and then we've obviously kind of covered Bogle's goal, pulling off the, yeah. the two defenders and, and tucking it under the keeper so nicely. We can talk about... Well, we haven't done the free kick either, have we? What, their free kick? Yeah, I mean, it, you said at first, didn't you, you, that you were... Did you think, or did I think, that Givery should have... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It was a question out there, but yeah, I, think you were, I think you were right to say that basically... Yeah, he couldn't see. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, there was such a big wall. It was huge, that wall. Mm -hmm. And there, I think, he looked like he was almost presuming that it was going to come back across the wall his side. Yeah. And he slightly shifted over a little bit. And then it was from there, it was a complete guess game. Does he go right? Does he go left? He's done the obvious and gone, unfortunately, just straight, almost, you know, sort of a little curl around the wall and, and... McGivery's not seeing that. He's not getting to that really, to be honest with you. No. So yeah, disappointed really. You know, a little bit in in terms of the decision that that it built up to. And I mean, should the ball have done better? You should really cover one side or the other. Yeah. So yeah. yes is the answer to that. So there we go. You have to move the wall over. So then you have to make them go over the wall or. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, uh, in in terms of the game. It was definitely a, a top of the table clash, scoreline, performance. There's positives to be seen from the, it though. A lot of positives. Yeah. I'm going to quickly just run a different in stat. No? Yeah, you can run a stat. It's just a very quick, quick one. Yeah. Um, so we spoke about the shots in the uh, QPR game. This was just a very quick one. So actually yesterday, this was the improvement. Yeah. We actually had eight shots on goal yesterday and hit the target six times. Okay, so what an improvement that is. Massive improvement. Massive, massive improvement. All right, Luton had 21 shots on goal, but nine hit the target. So, you know, mm -hmm. but it's a huge improvement. Attacking-wise, because we've not had many on there at all. Yeah. 
Anyway, right, so we're gonna play some cool jingle now and then we're gonna go back into part two. Welcome back to part two of the PO forecast. And Matt, do you know what time it is? I know what time it is. It's time for Matt's Debate. That's right, Pompey fans, it's time for Matt's Debate. And this week we're going to be asking, has Pompey's transfer business in January set them up for promotion? Well, interesting question this week, I think, to be honest with you. is definitely a, a big split, isn't there, between the Pompey fans? Just putting this out there again, in case you weren't listening earlier on, it is Wednesday night tonight. It is Wednesday, so, so one we have, more day. Yeah, we've got less than 24 hours. It's about 11 o'clock now, so less than 24 hours. So potentially, Kenny Jacket could be signing a player on top of this, but we'll talk about it now and we'll update afterwards. Yep. So Matt, have Pompey done the business to fire us into the championship? I think, to be honest, after the last sort of two signings that have come in this week, so Bogle and Isgrove today, Mm-hmm. Yes, in my eyes, I think as long as Bogle can continue to hit the ground running, continue to score goals and, and build his confidence up in this league, I think that could... Re- and I mean, it, it showed yesterday how much that could really change the whole dynamic of the team, the way we play and... What we've been crying you know, out for, isn't it? Yeah, completely. And do you know what? I know this is a, a debate about transfers, but... There's two more players to come back as well, which almost feel like two new players coming in. Nathan Thompson. Nathan Thompson and Ollie Hawkins as Mm -hmm. well. So, yeah, I think steadily it's been enough. I was saying to you in the break about Morris um, and and then how I thought it was quite a big game for him to be chucked in for Luton. And, you know, I I did say, admittedly, let's, let's... sort of not judge him until he's had a performance. Yeah, yeah. And I think yesterday was a really harsh one to to judge him on, considering the game, the team we were playing, the conditions Don't we were playing. coming up. That's better go and judge him on, right? <sighs> I mean, it, for me, no. Doncaster are just a permanent bogey team. Yeah, 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 I know, yeah. I'm, I'm just a bit slow today, mate. <laughs> <laughs> same as always then, mate. Yeah, that's it, mate. No, just same day, <laughs> you know. Right, so I understand what you're saying, but I think that actually, I'm going to go the other way and say, look, Matt, I understand what you're saying about Morris, yeah? We ain't got time for him to try and settle in. He needs no, to come no, in yeah. now and make an impact. If he doesn't, and he's not ready to make an impact, because let's be honest, let's look at how Boggle played, mate. Yeah. He came in and made an impact straight away. Yeah, he did. And yeah. I think I think that. But I'm do you not think that's two different players to be to be judging that sort of comparison on? Like he's come on as a striker, and he's got an assist, which I'd be expecting him to do as a striker, and he scored a goal, which I'd be expecting him to do as a striker. But you know, Morris is more of. Did like, Morris set a goal up? No, but he's like more of a holding midfielder. No, he's not. It's like Perlo. The Perlo of Pompey. Pompey Perlo. <laughs> I think it's weird to play him in an in attacking midfield role, personally, in the centre. I actually think he's, from what I've heard, he likes to sit a bit deeper in centre midfield, yeah, and, and move the ball forward. So he's an attacking player who sits a bit deeper. Yeah, He's yeah, not yeah. a number 10. No, no, I'm not saying that. No, but that's, no, where, no. He's, that's where he was sort of like... Playing in the hole, wasn't he? No, he was sat with Naylor yesterday. Was he? Because yeah. he looked. Whenever I saw him on the ball, he looked like he was sort of drifting into the hole. Yeah, no. I mean, he might have been as a natural thing that he does, but no, he in pick the up the ball deep. You got Gattuso next year. Gattuso, Naylor, Naylor. <laughs> Tom, Tom Gattuso, Naylor. That's it. I mean, I 
Admittedly, as well, it, it, I'm going to own up to this one. I've said Ben Close needs to step in with Naylor for Doncaster. So that's probably answered my own debate in terms of do I feel like Morris is good enough? No, mm-hmm. I probably don't. Not based on yesterday. But, but at the same time, I think it's a really hard game to judge him on. It, I understand what you're saying. It's harder to come on as a central midfielder and fit into a system. I mean, what, what if he does come on on Saturday or he does start on Saturday and he has an absolute barnstormer of a game then Fabulous. we're all sort of reversing and, and tracking back again aren't we Yeah. and this has been the problem people haven't been given that well let's just see how he gets on first it's been instant it would be nice to see yeah it would be nice to say Ben Close did play Matt yeah, yeah. and then you bring Morris on if it's not working yeah. let him make an impact because yeah. that's yeah. a little bit what you've got with Omar and you've got to think about the fact that if you come on as a striker you get given the opportunities and get fed the ball opportunities to score etc yeah. it's a bit easier in some ways you could say than playing centre midfield and all the ball having to go through you yeah yeah completely and I think that's where we got it a bit wrong yesterday in the first half to be honest with you I, th- I think we didn't sort of go forward enough we didn't sort of trust what we had in the midfield and I think Morris got a bit sort of lost in the game and the way we were playing I mean it, it looked to me like between their back four and our midfield there was just so much time on the ball to pick a pass from where they wanted to go you know so in terms of Cannon I'd say we should only bring him on for free kicks <laughs> bring him on for free kicks Ba-ba-ow. I mean it, again I've not seen enough of him to say that no. he's going to impact us and, and definitely give us that promotion push but there's still time for that to change. But in terms of what I feel like we've been missing and what has been impacting us the last four games has been goals, hold up play in, in, in yeah. that area yeah. of the pitch and creating opportunities. And that looked, and I'm only saying it looked solved last night based on Bogle's performances. He's created a goal, scored a goal, and he's opened up space for other so players. So I'm going to say, do you want to get do you want to get Louis Dennis playing 10 behind him? I mean, this... Because I'm thinking if you yeah. combine the two games you've seen the last two games yeah. and you go, hey, wait a sec, if we had Louis Dennis feeding that ball through to, to Bogle there yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and he puts that in, yeah, yeah. that suddenly... But does Bogle want a number 10 sliding balls through to him or does he want a ball played a little bit deeper into him? He, I don't see why Louis Dennis can't do both. No, 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 of course. I'm not, I'm not saying he can't. He's not capable of doing both. Just saying it sometimes... I think this season, Kenny's been a lot of, let's lump it up, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I don't think that changed too much yesterday and I can't see it changing too much and therefore, do you almost bypass Louis Dennis by lumping the ball from, from deep midfield? Yeah, I think if you, then, then what you're doing is you're actually playing a number 10 who is basically a pressing winger, but in the yeah. centre in some ways, who's just running past him as, as such, aren't you? Yeah, or arriving yeah. late in the box to, to capitalise, like, like, well, Gareth Evans does pretty well. I mean, interestingly, I might be so far off here, this is just my personal opinion. You're probably really far my off. My thoughts then. are my own. Yeah. <laughs> and all that, you know. <laughs> I can see Bogle actually managing to, to play maybe as a, as a, a sort of second striker to, to Ollie Hawkins as well. I think that could work quite well for us. Mm-hmm. Sort of maybe adjusting the four four two slide. We can have we can have the thunderclap as the ball comes in. <laughs> Let's get practicing, yeah. rugby fans. Let's do it. Get, who's got a good throw in? We haven't got it anymore. Do you remember Greg Halford? Yeah, Halford <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> That'd be absolutely amazing, mate. Get, getting back from Cardiff, mate. I think it's been said on Twitter, actually, about Halford coming back. People have been joking about it with him on Twitter. Mate, I'd love that. I'd love yeah. that. Mate. I'd love that. You know, and he, he's got the character for it as well. Yeah, yeah that's it. But no, We could honestly, bring him on near the end. Keep winning throwing. That's it. <laughs> but, no, honestly, I, I, personally, I, I, it, to answer my debate, I, I think we've just about done enough in terms of getting Bogle in and finally getting that person that's going to create chances, score goals and at least take shots on goal and probably hit the target, which is what we've really missed. And this is what we were saying in the first part of the show. You know, you look back to the Blackpool game, no shots on target in the first half. Well, no shots on goal in the first half. Yeah. Oxford, I think we had one shot on target the whole game. Two. Two. No, Oxford, not your Lee <laughs> Brown one in the QPR game, but one against QPR yeah. or two in Hughes, in Hughes World at the moment. You know, and then suddenly we're looking at the Luton game and we've had eight shots. Yeah. So that is the answer. Against a really good team as well who do yeah. actually, um, by stats by XG, they actually do uh, suppress a lot of shots. Yeah. So, so it's, there it's you good. go. That answers my question for me in terms of, Yes, I think we've now solved a big problem that we were lacking. I don't think we were we're overly lacking too much. Yeah, we've had some silly defensive mistakes, but I think that's come from the fact that when the ball's gone up top, it's come back so quickly. Yeah, it has puts everyone under pressure. It makes the midfield go deep. It just makes us go into uber defensive Kenny yeah. Jacket mode when actually we need to get the ball out and get on the on the front foot. Exactly. So we've done three players. Yes. Who's the fourth, Matt? What, the signing today? Yes. Yeah, so it's Lloyd Isgrove yep. from Barnsley. 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 You're all right, mate. <laughs> You're all right there, mate, with the flat cups on. Yeah so, yeah, so Barnsley, let's put the obvious out there. Promotion rivals, yep. just behind us. Yep. Looking good. He's not getting in the squad. No. Nope. He's been injured. So I spoke to my boss today, who is a Barnsley fan. I've been there for about three weeks and he's pointed out since I've been there, Pompey haven't got a point in the league. Yeah, so hand your notes in tomorrow, mate. Yeah, all right, guys. I'm going to go jobless yeah, up the it. cause. Do it. I'm going to want to go to any games or anything. <laughs> or we'll get my house taken off me, but maybe we'll get a point or two. That's it. Wouldn't it be worth it being homeless to Pompey getting promotion, mate? I yeah. Think, come on. I wish it was the summer, but yeah. That'd be all right, mate. I've got a tent and a sleeping bag for you. All right. Maybe we'll do a crowd fund raising. Yeah, yeah, GoFund Hugh. <laughs> yeah, GoFund Hugh. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's have a little chat about him. So I went to my boss and said, you know, what's he all about, right? So apparently he's tiny. Literally, apparently he's really small. That's the first thing to put out there. Well, Attacking it, winger. So that just remains Jamal still being the biggest then, does it? You've not heard about Jamal Slong. Apparently it's huge, mate, by all accounts. On Twitter the other day. I didn't hear it. There was a bit of a joke on Twitter the other day, mate. Don't worry about it. You're a bit slow tonight. Right, anyway. Yeah, so he's slow. (laughs) No, he's quick. He's tiny, but apparently he's very quick. He's a tricky player. Um, He's fast, generally. Apparently he's cheeky. Plays with a bit of a smile on his face the whole time. We love that. Good fit for this season with the likes of Lee Brown, Ronan Curtis. That's it. I'm sure he'll fit in well. The Barnsley fans apparently adored him. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, apparently so he's very saying. well liked by the Barnsley fans. He's he's a think first playmaking winger, so he's not going to try and sort of like shoot all the time. But he is the player that has his head up and, and looks for a pass to, to set someone up, which I think is quite needed. Well, I mean, do, does that not just complement 
what we were talking about, Pogel, yeah. you know, and, and Ollie coming back. It, yeah. It's just going to help them even more, in all honesty. And I'm not saying the guy's going to start the game over Curtis and no, because we'll know he's come in as a replacement for Wheeler. Wheeler you know, mm. and, and, and for that, but, you know, he comes on sort of 75, 80 minutes. Hawkins has come on to, to come and, you know, throw up top with, with Bogle, and suddenly. We've got a forward-thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. creative winger who's going to hang balls up and, and get to the bar line by the sounds of it. He's so quick. I reckon he's going to do a lot of, of left-backs and right-backs during his time with us. Yeah. Well, apparently, doesn't, as I said, doesn't score much. When he does, he tends to dribble it around seven players and just tap it in. Like People that. think he's going to pass. Um, he said he was renowned for a, a famous, quite a famous goal for Barnsley as well. He scored in the playoff final nice. against Millwall. Nice. The um, third goal, was it? I'm not sure it was the third goal. But he scored for them. Yep. Uh, I know Adam Hamill scored an absolute screamer in that, in that game. I didn't even know he was still going. Well, there you go. Fitness is his issue. The man has been absolutely dogged by injuries. Barnsley fans have been saying, do even remember he was here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of agree, though, what you, what you said sort of before we started the show in, in what your boss said. Why would he wouldn't have passed the medical if he wasn't fit, surely? Well, you think that, wouldn't you? You think that if he was like, right, well, he's crooked, you're not going to take him on? Yeah. I think the thing is, though, is that he's, my boss is particularly worried that Barnsley have loaned him out. He's got the potential to be a good signing for us. He's saying a squad player, yeah. but that can have an impact. And why, why would we want to do that? He's saying, why would Barnsley want to give a player to us on loan whose contract's expiring at the end of the year, I think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which basically just means that, imagine if he scores a goal, all right, yeah? That means that I don't know. We win one now, and Barnsley draw, and we go up. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. would you do that? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a bit of a mystery to me. Mine boggles. Yeah. boggles. <laughs> I mean, it, it is interesting, definitely. I, I, I think if it, if this was roles reversed, I'd be a little bit annoyed if the club was sending someone out to one of the. I'd be massively rivals, annoyed. You know, massively so. annoyed. Say we say we loaned out. I don't know Ben Close. Yeah. To. Doncaster, yeah, or yeah. like Charlton. Charlton, yeah, that bit. Charlton, mean, you'd be a little bit, you know, rubbed up the wrong way. And Massively, like, would you know? I mean, yeah, all right. He's maybe you know when people are saying he's not fit. I mean, maybe he does. He's going to be a few weeks. Maybe getting some match fitness in. Obviously, he's not had a lot of game time at all. In in how long were you? Don't worry though, Pompey fans. Should be a bit patient. Give him a bit of time. Don't jump on him too quickly. Just because he's a scummer. Yeah, well, that's a bit unfortunate, isn't it? I was going to get to that last year. So he came from the through the Southampton youth system, okay. uh, loaned out to Barnsley. Yep. Then he went out somewhere else, I think. And then they bought him outright. So they must see something in him yeah. to, to be buying him. Kenny Jacket also apparently has been following him for a year or two, he's saying. So it's not just yeah. that, oh, let's get him in now. He said he's been following him, apparently, as he says. Yeah. He's been following him. Um, and it was a transfer target in the summer. So... Yeah, I mean, I, generally, I'm not going to do the, the what seems to be the pumping thing at the moment and jump on his back and say, well, this seems a bit, you know, uninspirational for me. No, do you know what? It, it's not... People said that about Ronnie Curtis. Yeah, yeah. And, and Naylor and Lee mm -hmm. Brown. and But as far as I'm concerned, everyone said, well, we, we need a winger. We want a fast winger. Well, suddenly we've got one. We've got a, a player by the sounds of it from from the knowledge you've already picked up that you know thinks first before he does things. He's quick. I'm pretty sure he's going to get to the byline. Yeah. I, I reckon he's probably not got a too bad cross on him. Do you know what? It only benefits what we've already bought in. So yeah, as far we've as lost we've lost Wheeler. We've lost Andre Green. And let's be honest, 
they weren't working out where they were, no. particularly. I mean, how much game time did either of those two get? So yeah, no, as far no. as I'm concerned, if if it doesn't work out and he doesn't get that much game time, but he just comes on to give a few players rest, and do you know what? That's so what we need. What's it you need some more players, We've really. got some depth. Everyone was yeah. crying out about the depth. It's there. So do you know what? Personally, I, f- I think let, let's give the guy a chance and, yeah. and hope that it works out and he gets some match fitness and really puts in some performances. And let's, let's have to forgive and forget. Well, do you know what, Hugh? We won't have to wait too long, I don't think, because I, I imagine he's probably going to be starting against QPR in the cup if he can do. Well, yeah, I mean, we could do that in the preview. We want to talk about it now. We're not bother previewing that much, are we, QPR? He's been through it the whole time. Well, yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, so QPR, basically, Ronan Curtis, after his little cheeky little, uh, let's say, shenanigans. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, isn't it? Because me and you were crying out for him to take a yellow against Norwich. <laughs> we were like, do him, just Matt, do him. No, no, no. Matt was crying out for him to take a yellow. Yeah, I was, yeah, because that, that right back was really winding me up. And I mean, Curtis did say to the ref, didn't he, after he got booked, he said, come on, uh, how many times has he been throwing himself around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... It's kind of backfired a little bit now. Picked up another yellow, which I thought was a bit harsh again, in all honesty. I thought that their player, QPR's player, thought, came over the top of that ball more than Curtis I did. thought you agreed with Steve McLaren, you're looking like, and the fact you should be in a red. I told you, mate. He wishes he looked as hard <laughs> as I did. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think it's unlucky, but it could, it could be one of those ones that could have gone horribly wrong and he could have got a red card for just if the referee saw it differently. Yeah, yeah, completely, because they've both gone mm-hmm. for the ball competitively. Yeah. But as far as I'm concerned, their player's gone over the top of the ball onto foot on Curtis's foot. Yeah. So Anyway, but, so basically, yeah. he's, he's going to be suspended. So, yeah, he could be starting, basically, instead of Curtis. But let's go back to the question quickly, because... We signed these four players, yeah? Yeah. We've lost Ben Thompson. Yeah. We've lost Andre Green. Yep. We've lost David Wheeler. Yeah. Who else have we lost? There's one more, isn't there? Thompson, Wheeler, Green. Joe Mason. <laughs> That's what I forgot. Right, Joe Mason's gone as well. <laughs> now we've signed Boggle. <laughs> yep. Now we've signed the... Pl- oh, I can't let's go through them all again. Everyone knows what we're on about. Do you feel that we've lost or gained in this transfer window? I mean, if you want me to be honest, I do think we've lost a little bit. The thing is, Wheeler, for me, was a name. Uh, was a, a name that stood out from his performances with Exeter. The fact that he was at QPR but didn't pan out. No. Wasn't really a, a, a great sort Well, he's gone to MK Dons, isn't he? That says it all, really. Yeah, it does. It does. Green, I feel like... He sort of made a run off his own back with the injury, taking time off the surgery. I think he missed out on a lot of first foot, first team football because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it did, you know, yeah, all right, he's he scored some really important goals for us, especially in cup competitions. But other than that, in the league, really did he make much of impact? at all? No. So the one big loss is Ben Thompson. But as I've said, we just need to move on from Ben Thompson. Yeah. He's gone. He's not coming back. End of. Yeah. Right. Let's just move on. From from him. Um, what do you mean? What tomorrow still? Well, <laughs> oh come on, it'd be a miracle. <laughs> I know, but I mean, I'd be out in the street celebrating as much as the next person. But to be honest with you, I think that is probably the one area that we've lost out on is, is that central midfield. Yeah. Well, apart from that, I think we've added fairly well. I think we have. Yeah. yeah definitely. So let's see what happens tomorrow. Have we done enough to get promoted? Yes. Yes, for me. For me. I think we're going to be back in the hunt. Keep an eye out in the next sort of three weeks, Bomb fans. I can see a big, big change for us. I agree with Matt. I think we've got this. I think another signing tomorrow would be great. 
That yeah, would yeah, really yeah. put faith in. Yeah. But at the moment, I think we, we were right. We're on track. Let's just let it gel together. Get these and, players back as yeah, well. Yeah, that's it. And then we're all right. Yeah. Okay. So we've done that. What are we doing next, Matt? We're going to answer some of the listener questions, aren't we? We are going to just answer a very quick one. Um, so Greg walks this way. Yeah. Messaging again just quickly. Um, asked after a really poor first half yesterday with Morris in the centre midfield and Brett up front, do we replace them with Donahue and Bogle who came into the game? For me, that's an easy answer, Greg. I think you have to. I think... You don't bring close in then, Matt. I mean, this is one thing for me. I think close works. Mm-hmm. But I, I wouldn't begrudge Donahue, especially after his performance yesterday and his, certainly his performances since he's come back from injury. Do we know if Nathan Thompson's back soon? I was reading something about this the other day. I think I think he might be due back for Saturday, mm. if not definitely the QPR game. Well, when we stop before we have the before we do part three, I'll have a look. Have a look before we start it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we would have actually done more listening questions, but basically we babbled on so much about Matt's debate, we actually don't have time. That's it. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna play some little jingles again and we're gonna fly back in to part three. Welcome back to part three of the PO Forecast. And just before we get into the preview of the Donny game, just want to thank James Robbins for helping us with the uh, new intro you guys would have heard at the start of the podcast. So cheers, James, mate. You're an absolute ledge. Really appreciate that. Uh, and if you uh, if you keep listening to the end, please do. We've got a wicked outro. We have well. a cool outro as well. So yeah, give it a listen. And James, mate, thanks again. You're a ledge. Right, flying into the preview for the Doncaster game. Mate, as we said, the Luton game before, people said, mate, that is completely a must-win, must-win game. Well, we're now we've lost that and we're flying into the Donny game. Must-win. Yeah. Is it a must-win game? Yeah, every game for the rest of the season is a must-win. <clears throat> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter whether we're playing Donny, it doesn't matter whether we're playing whoever. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, they're all must-win games. I see what everyone is saying. It, this is a really big game in terms of Donny's current position in League One. They are seventh, 11 points behind us. With a game in hand? With a game in hand. Yeah. So. The thing is about Doncaster, Matt, is when I think about Donny, I think three points, don't you? <laughs> to them, most of the time. Yeah. They are the ultimate bogey team, aren't they? Yeah. This is now a time that we've got to go into it and think, right, Doncaster, doesn't matter who they are, doesn't matter our previous results, we need to turn this around because at the moment, stop the rot, mate, because we are not playing, well, yeah. we're not getting points. We're no. playing better, but we're not getting the points in the league. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we spoke earlier about the positives that came out of that Luton game, and I think those positives will start, you know, happening more and more now. Yeah. I think, if anything, a, a home fixture in, in a big game... It can't come sort of more quick enough for us at the moment. Especially playing away at Doncaster, which is literally a horrible place yeah. to try and get any points out of. Yeah, yeah. So to to have it at Fratton Park, you know, the new signings are in. We don't know if there's going to be another one from tomorrow. You know, Akin there could be a completely... Akinfemwa. Akin he, he's singing Akinfemwa. <laughs> he, he loves it. He wants him there. He scored again last night. I just think so. he could play... Wide left. Wide left, yeah, with his pace and <laughs> yeah, skill. Yeah. That's it. Agility. <laughs> I know. Love it, mate. Number 10. Number 10. <laughs> but, no, I mean, it, it, in all honesty, it, it is a huge game no matter how much we say it, but to to beat another 
sort of rival in that area. The promotion rival, yeah, for sure. Yeah. We could be playing them in the playoffs. In, yeah, in we really could be. So to, to beat them, I think, will make a little bit of a statement. You know, as I said, the, the Luton game was more gutting than frustrating for me, to be honest with you. Um, and Robbed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd say that. And as we said, there's so many positives come out of it. They just need to, to push on, on those. Yeah. It. Now you now know. we've got those positives. We actually have to push on from them. We can't just we can't be like, oh that was good, and then the next week it's not quite as good. You That's need it. to be consistent now on the run into to the end of the season if you yeah. want to get promoted. So what have we got to do to have that consistency though? This is the question. Well, Go for it. What do you think, Matt? You got opinion well, on that? The, yeah, the, I mean, the main one for me, we've it, got to start. Oh, Tom John Marquez. Oh, you mean in this game? In this game. John Marquez, prolific. Yeah, so 19 goals already this season. That's nine more than Curtis has scored in the league. I so know. Far. And and we're not even what we're just over halfway through the through the league. And season, just to put it? this out there, he's not really a one-trick pony. He can score in a lot of different ways as well. Yeah. So we really, really need to shut him down. Following sort of the, the rest of their goal scorers, so they've got Malik Wilkes, who's got nine goals, second top goal scorer mm-hmm. for them. So average of what most teams are getting in their terms of top goal scorers, yep. Curtis on 10, Jamal's on eight or nine, mm-hmm. Evans is on 10 or 11, isn't he? I think Jamal's on 10, mate. Yeah, possibly. Least, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's around the around mm-hmm. that average mark. Alfie May then has got seven goals. And I said to you, I stuck this one in, the next one in. Just because it interests me uh, a little bit. Matt, Matty's player to watch, basically. Yeah. So player to watch. Player to watch. <laughs> yeah, maybe get a little midweek jingle on that one, mate. We'll have to work on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a new one. Yeah. All okay. right, go into it. So, Herbie Kane has scored six goals for Doncaster. But interestingly enough, there's a big hype coming out of Liverpool. It sounds like a reggae artist. Well... Sounds like a VW bug, mate. Herbie goes bananas no, or something. Herbie Kane is definitely a recognised. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so there's a lot of hype um, coming out of Liverpool. Yeah. Um, apparently, Mr. Gerald was sniffing around it, uh, up in for Rangers um, to get him playing in the SPFL. Is it really comes from the Liverpool Academy? Definitely. It's because he comes from the Liverpool Academy. But yeah, he's definitely a player to watch. He's central midfielder. Uh, has an incredible work rate and I think people were saying there's um, to replace Ben Thompson and who's exactly like Ben Thompson well if you want to know who's like Ben Thompson Herbie Kane is quite a similar Mm. player to Herbie Thompson he can score goals but his work rate is is impeccable he's a really good player so keep an eye out on him Tom Naylor Naylor. get stuck in yeah so Donny in their last three as well yeah. Um, they've won two, drawn one. Their draw came in a two all away at Burton. Um, before that, they absolutely trounced Wickham 5 0. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they beat Rochdale 3 0 as well. So it just says about their goals. They When they do win, they score goals. Uh, another team, obviously, like Luton. So, yes, it is a big game. But that doesn't rule out every game for the rest of the season being a big game. So I do I understand what people are saying. It's an important game because we need to we basically need to get on the front foot a bit and start and get a win in the league under yeah. the belts. Yeah. Because I think that's going to take the confidence of the team up if we can get this win. It's yeah. needed, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is definitely needed. Um, I mean, they. I would be saying to Kenny, have a look at their FA Cup match on Saturday. They progressed to the fifth round of the FA Cup beating Oldham at home, but it was a big struggle for them. Oldham really, really gave them a good run for their money. Yeah. And bearing in mind that Oldham are now a League Two team, you know, 
I would be saying take examples from them and how they they played them. They really did. Cause you've got a lot to get of you've got to get stuck in against Doncaster. You've got to yeah. win those midfield battles. I know he says a lot, yeah. but Donny, if you let them just knock it round and stuff, they will score against you. Yeah. You we really have to get, and we have actually gone missing in midfield in the first half like against Luton, lot, for instance, a and a lot of games. Yeah, so we that can't happen. No. We need to start from the first kickoff. We need to get involved. Yeah, get inside, Matt. Matt thinks we start closey or Donahue. I think that could be a good shout. Yeah. We'll see if, if um, Kenny Jacket does that or whether he thinks about sticking with some of the new guys he signed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's going to be an interesting one. I, it, it, it goes on what you just said. We need to win that midfield battle. And for me, we need the likes of Ben Close or Donahue who are going to battle that midfield and let Tom Naylor do his job. I think but we've always said, didn't we, when Ben Thompson was here, he allowed Naylor to do the simple work, the Naylor yeah. work, the Naylor job. And and there hasn't been someone to do that. Close has been out injured just after Ben Thompson went back, so we really missed that. Yeah. So for me, it's either bringing Ben Close or Dion Donoghue and just let them, you know, sort of... Terrier the midfield, terrier basically. Terrier the midfield yeah. and let Naylor just do the tidying up yeah. and the cleaning job over there. So that's where, where I'm saying the game needs to be won. It is a, it is a sort of... Difficult one as to who I think he'll definitely go with. I wouldn't want to call that. I, but I think probably based on match fitness, it's probably going to be Donoghue for me. Yeah. Okay, cool. So think about this, Matt. It's it's that time now. It's the time where I go to you. What's your score prediction? I mean, I've not gone for a loss yet. And, and do you know what? I'm not going to this week either. I thought you were going to say you were then. No, I, I hate it because Donny, uh, for, as I said, for me, they're, they're like our ultimate bogey team. I can't remember the last time we bloody beat Donny. But, you know, and last season, if everyone remembers the, was it last season or the season before, the, the Calnay Smith goalkeeper incident yeah. as well. You know, we're down to nine men. So, <clears throat> I'm going to say we're going to steal a 1-0 win. I, don't, I can't see us winning this any more convincingly just on the basis that Donny are dangerous they're in the, the the playoff hunt as well they're going to be trying to get a result themselves they're going to see the Luton game and go right you know see our form and go let's bring it to Pompey yeah yeah completely this. and maybe that will work in our favour but I'm going to go for a 2-1 I think they will you score one now did I? yeah I'm changing it up I'm going for a 2-1 <laughs> just on the basis that I think they'll score they've got goals in their team um, so yeah 2-1 for me I think that's wise I was going to go with 3-2 um, I'm a bit surprised when Matt said one 0 Actually, I thought yeah. I thought we we're gonna Matt was gonna say we we're gonna score one goal, take off all our attacking <laughs> players, Sven Goran Eriksson, Kenny Jacket just screaming defend. You know why I said that though? Why? Because you keep saying I'm I'm like Steve McLaren. Well, he he does those tactics when he was at England, wasn't it, mate? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> defense. We're gonna get some photos out on Twitter of Matt and Steve McLaren. To confirm. I mean, mate, you're the one with ginger hair, not me, yeah. pal. It's all about the face, mate. Yeah, that's it. Mate. It's the about pretty the face. face, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Steve McLaren's doing Hugo Boss adverts now. Yeah, is he? I heard he was doing Calvin Klein as well, mate. You, you just dreamt that, mate. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go 3-2. Yeah, yeah. I think that we're going to get... I think it's one of those ones that I think Donny will score. I think we're going to have yeah. to score. You look at the fact they scored three, they scored five. Yeah. They're going to score goals. They're confident. John Marcus is definitely going to score, isn't he? <sighs> Let's be honest, he always scores against us. Do you know what annoys us. me, though? He always scores against us, and he always scores so <clears> many teams. But when he came to us... It's just irrelevant, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Completely irrelevant. Completely irrelevant. Almost irrelevant as Pittman. Oh, 
<laughs> oh no, didn't. I just like staring up the Pong fans. Yeah. Now Pitt, Pittman's done a good job, as I said. All right, anyway, stop digging. Omar Bogle. Omar Bogle. How many? Two. Two. And let's go on. mental. Why not? I know who's going to finish this off for you. Lee Brown. He's already got one the other day. And do you know what? The doubters, yeah, are doubting that goal. It was all Lee Brown. It was from outside the box. I've been saying this from the left hand side. So we need to get smash one in. Stats people, don't we, and tell them that we had more than one shot. On Have you seen? Yeah, yeah, precisely. Yeah. Especially since Sky paid out on it for me, mate. All right, be a birthday treat for you. I'll get in contact with them and say, right, you need to change the stats because Hugh says the Lee Brown goal <laughs> was a shot on target. It was. It was a goal. We scored. Jo- Get with it. From Joe Lynch. <laughs> Get yeah. with it. So, Lee Brown, you've already scored from outside the box. Cheers, mate, for the 20 quid. Appreciate that. That's in my bank. Do you owe him a pint now, though, don't you? Yeah, I'll buy you a beer. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, so basically, that's what's going to happen. Lee Brown, he's got the confidence. I can see it now. Smash it in. 3-2. Hard fought, exciting win. Let's get the fans back on side 100%. Let's get Fratton rocking, everyone. Let's go for it. Let's get a win. Yeah, I mean, the atmosphere has been rocking in the uh, QPR game. Precisely. We need need that back again. And look at the results we get when the the park is rocking. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. precisely. Park was rocking against Sunderland. We got a result. We need to get it rocking every week till the end of the season. Doncaster don't have any passion in their fan base. Come on. They'll be looking around themselves wondering what all this noise is about. Yeah, yeah, no. we. They used to big empty stadiums with sort of like people just sort of like, well, I won't go into it too much, but you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. But yeah, all right then. So we've done Doncaster. Matt, we're going to really quickly talk about QPR because let's be honest, we've talked everything about it already. Yeah. We've gone into it, we've discussed it. All I'm going to say is there's some more tickets still available, everybody. Yeah. I think 500 this morning mm-hmm. on general sale. There might, well, yeah, so maybe by the time you listen to this, there won't be any tickets available. Have a check. Have a check. Have a look. look. Have a cheeky look. Have a cheeky look. See if you can join one of the lucky ballot winners like me. Yeah. I mean, what, I, what I'll say <coughs> is the same what I said about it in the, in the first game. It's a free shot. Go out. Play with freedom. Express yourselves. And, and hopefully... We can get know, the dream, people. We can get a dream of... Watford at home. Watford at home. Ooh. Whisper that. Ooh. Whisper that. Ooh. I just remember I woke up on the day of the draw. Yeah. yeah. And I just went, oh. Watford. Watford. Yeah. I'm going to have Watford. Is, it is a disappointing. I mean, and Kenny's going to be happy with his Watford ties, but. Yeah, but come on. Kenny Jack is not exactly the most excitable person. Well, no. He's just going to be like, oh, look, Kenny's so happy that we got Watford. And he stood there just like staring <laughs> straight on. <laughs> He's like, oh, Kenny, are you really happy? Yeah, I was really pleased to see where Watford come down. It's, you know, it's really exciting. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's not the, the dream, dream. Premier League sort of team at Frank Park, Matt. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. We could have had Chelsea. We could have had Chelsea. I wouldn't have minded Chelsea after their uh, result tonight, losing 4 0 away to Bournemouth. Well, to be honest, they lose four under Bournemouth. Yeah, why would they play the best team on the south coast? Exactly, that's what I'm saying, mate. We would have turned them over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tie and a half. But anyway, I think we haven't got anything else to talk about QPR, have we, Matt? Not really. All right, Pompey fans, thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) And until next time, play up Pompey. Play up Pompey. You have been listening to the PO Forecast for Pompey News Now. Available on SoundCloud, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow PO Forecast and Pompey News Now on Twitter for more information. And there is the full-time whistle.